0: History 101.
1: What's up everybody and welcome to gaming history 101 the retro video games podcast. I am one of your hosts. My name is Fred Rojas and joining me today from the waiting room of the infirmary is none other than Mr. Jam Elias. How you doing sir?
0: (laughs) I'm doing very good, friend. If you're talking about the infirmary over in this country, it's about a seven-hour wait, which doesn't really tie in too well to our topic tonight. But actually, but- if you're
1: talking about the ER, uh, is if that's the same thing as the emergency room, it's no different in this country already. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because the emergency but- room in this country has become the, without getting too cynical, it's basically become the uh, the primary care physician for most people who are down and out on their
0: luck <laughs> so, Pretty much, yeah, yeah yeah same here anyway but, but what, I was, what i was gonna say is that i do i've got i've got my vita i've got my 3ds and i've got many many short games to bring disabled to, to cover this long long waits excellent while, I, while excellent. I get that thing looked at yes you know? yes <laughs> well f- while i get the
1: infectious disease uh, crew to suit up in the monkey suit because i definitely um Man, I'm fucking nailed. I am ill. But it's okay, guys. I'm bringing full bore. I'm actually uh, going uh, going, going strong. So um, I'm all hopped up on uh, cold medication. And we're going to fucking do this.
0: <laughs> that, 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 that is the attitude. That's what we want. That's the sort of spirit we want to bring to this podcast. Well, because we're streaming again. <laughs> I, For those who have been in working. the live chat, <laughs> that's been a little bit of a rocky road, but not
1: anymore. So... <laughs> Um, But yes, as you already hinted, Jam, today's show Mm -hmm. is based off of um, shorter games. We recently did a podcast, and I say recently, I think within the last six months, where we talked about really long games. Mm -hmm. But you know what? Not all the ladies want the really long ones. Some ladies like them short. Some ladies like them sweet. Some ladies like a little bit more density than, and some gentlemen as well, than, uh, you know, a little bit more girth than length, so um, today we bring you, (laughs) yeah, today we bring you some girthy, not-so-long titles um, uh, that are kind of anecdotal, right? (laughs) Like, I don't know. Uh, I was cracking up. I was on a Reddit thread today that was talking about short games, and somebody put... uh, Uh, what was one of the things a persona three i said fuck you (laughs) i logged 108 hours to get to the end of that game (laughs) like i was playing fez but yeah still (sighs) i'll
0: take the ricky out of this guy uh, this fine fellow from all games but that sounds he comes from the ryan school of gaming (laughs) (laughs) right so but
1: uh Guard already mentioning one of the yep. ones that uh, we'll be talking about. We will definitely mention all of uh, these uh, in, the in the chat. Anyone that wants to mention things in the chat live, then we'll certainly read them out. Oh, yes. And actually, Jam, you're not aware of this, but I'm going to be doing our sponsor because I'm sick and mm-hmm. therefore I'm too inane to send you who our sponsor is. But today <laughs> we are sponsored by the number one show on All Games this week, All Games Interactive, starring co-founder of G4 and obviously founder of All Games uh, Radio Network, Mr. Scott Rubin and crew. So um, he is. Uh, it, it is exactly what it sounds like. He gets on here and talks about gaming topics uh, with his crew. Sometimes Derek's on there, and then uh, I believe Lawrence is his producer, who oftentimes gets on there, and he interacts with the chat uh, in a very interactive kind of way. Probably even more so than us. Like I like to. I love to talk to. Um, um, Oh, Guards asked, is that 108 hours even include the final month of Persona 3? <laughs> uh, you know what? Actually, yes. I got through it about 82 hours, and then it kicked in the final month when you meet, uh, I don't really want to give anything away, but when you meet a very special guest. It's, it's, it's not completely unlike the end of Neon Genesis Evangelion. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, short (laughs) yeah not a short game (laughs) but uh anyway uh so yeah so you can check that out it's fridays at 4 p.m eastern standard time which is really compatible with the europeans i'm told so (laughs) if you haven't checked it out yeah check out scott rubin i believe they're off this week for thanksgiving holiday that makes perfect sense um but uh uh, or Black yeah, Friday, Black if Friday sales, hero. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, as it were, um, that's that—that that is our our sponsored show. So, um, so thank you. Come join us for that. Um, let's see here. So we're gonna have a, a little bit of a topic. I wanted to talk about something with Jam, but before we do, I was going to read an email. We got an email from a new person, a first Ooh. first. Yes. Um, I keep them. It is from the 8-Bit Paladin Mm -hmm. Um, with the initials JR. uh, He did give his name. I'll I'll say his first name. His name is Jonathan. um, But uh, I don't necessarily want to give out people's last names, even though his is extremely common. Just in case, I don't know. So anyway, um, he writes in with the subject history slash gaming. He says, I've been playing games since I was three in parentheses 1987. So he's roughly our age. Um, with my parents purchasing me an old Atari 2600 along with a box full of games. By the time I was 10, I had a full, I had become fully immersed in the world of gaming, keeping up with the latest products as well as any news during that time. In parentheses, he says, I still have a very large collection of Nintendo Power magazines. And on the side, I say, bully for you, man. That's awesome. <laughs>
0: that's, that's cool, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm guessing he is American based off of that statement alone.
0: But mm-hmm. I I don't know. Did Was Nintendo Power even in Europe? We... We didn't have Nintendo Power. We just had the intent, like, official Nintendo Magazine, which ah, I think Future, is as yeah, well. future yeah. Publishing. That future, might future have. Publishing. Yeah. Okay. I think anyway, it might ended now already, yeah. I think it
1: did, or Future's blended it together with something else. But anyway, um, aside from gaming, I'm a lover of history, and I've always found that gaming needs proper historical representation for future generations to come. I'm currently taking a course in public history and have – Um, come to the realization that archiving and oral history recordings is a must in order to preserve the important part of, uh, this important part of my life and the lives of many others. I do not want my child, he says in parentheses, age four, which is my daughter's age Hmm. as well, um, to grow up in a gaming world, completely oblivious to its past. Although I do like seeing that gaming has merely become a new sort of marketing uh, wait. Though I do like seeing that gaming has merely become a new sort of marketing technique. I am currently enrolled in an undergrad uh, history student uh, as an undergrad history student at Cal State, Fullerton. Yes, I am an academic late bloomer. And I feel that uh, the history of games development and appreciation must be preserved. I will continue to read your articles and have been listening to your more recent podcast episodes. I hope you continue to do what you're doing and would love to help if there's uh, with anything research-wise that you may need in the future. If I had the funds, I would want to track down the developers of even the smallest, often unknown titles, just to preserve the words of those who lived and developed in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Like any professional field, I think many of today's creators could gain from taking a course or pursuing a textbook that could teach them uh, the many trends, changes in marketing, and development of genres that have come to fruition over the last few decades. Well, that's enough ranting, I think. Thank you for your time. I apologize if this is a bit T L D R. Nah, man, you are no, good. Not Thank <laughs> no, you very no, no. much,
0: Jonathan. Jam, did you have any comments to that? I, I, I think that's fantastic. Um, yeah, I, I'm kind of like I, I feel the same. Is it, I, you know, I'm probably I'm, I'm just making a guess. I apologize if I get this wrong, but he sounds like he's probably a little bit older than me, maybe. Um, but- he was born in '84, so that'll. Oh, he's the same age as my older brother, basically. Yes, yeah. So, yeah. but I, I, I've always like um, I wanted to kind of like preserve sort of you know the history of gaming. That's why I part of part of why I have a bit of a collection of games. I mean, part of my intention is maybe one day to hopefully have it archived in the museum somewhere. Once that starts to become a bit more popular, um, there is a place that's quite close to me. It's starting to actually they're they're actually starting to archive like really old games, and I think it's kind of important because. Um, because a lot of people keep forgetting this because unlike the film industry, which has been around. We, um, I could be wrong about this. I'm not very good statistics, but they've been around very, almost over a hundred years now. Took history um, the game, of
1: film. It's actually the first film was in, um, uh, 90, or sorry, 1898, I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. So,
0: yeah. And you know, they, they have the, you know, the film industry has like sort of archives and museums and like that. and whereas gaming is still, it still to me feels like it's very much in its infancy. And it's quite important that you do preserve these <laughs> sort of early, um, those early t- moments yeah everyone laughs about the atari 2600 but it's still an important console and um, you know to talk about And I, I like the fact that he says that he wants you know his child to sort of know about the, where the history comes from it's not just all about minecraft but i know he didn't say that that's just why that's just my sort of oh, opinion that young yeah. people have gave me these days but but yeah but i, I think that's a very very well out email and um, I'm, it's, it's nice to know that someone reads our articles as well <laughs> which is always good to hear. yeah well and actually funny you
1: should mention it jam um, mm-hmm. I received an email recently. It was a personal email um, that uh, from a, the Video Game History Museum that is opening wow. up in Frisco, Texas um, at the uh, Texas, Frisco, Texas Discovery Center. It's a 10,000 square foot building, they said, um, with a one million dollar startup. So, mm. yeah, yeah. So um, now there are various forms of the uh, video game history museum that exists. Um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, this will be something that is kind of maintained outside of conventions, I guess I would say. Obviously, at the mm-hmm. Midwest Gaming Classic, we see it, Portland Retro Gaming Expo. Um, sometimes they go to PAX East and PAX Prime, um, possibly even PAX South. Um, Frisco being over in the Dallas-Fort Worth area and me having some friends in the Dallas-Fort Worth area means I might be taking, and the fact that it's, uh, it's probably 8 to 12 hours away by car, I might be taking a little trip, um, uh, down south to to visit them. They had asked me to, and um, also to take a meeting on how I and our community can get more involved. So oh yeah,
0: absolutely yeah, fantastic yeah,
1: and great joke, Voss. I just got that, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so so that could be cool. Um, I should also point out we co op with. Um, or, or Rather, it's a partnership I made, but you know, Jam, I mean, you're kind of along for the ride, which is with uh, the omgnexus.com uh, group mm-hmm. that uh, do um, there. Sid Bolton is uh, he runs the National Computer Museum in, I believe, Ontario, Canada, and it's out of his house, but it is a large portion Of I think it might be like in his backyard or something. I haven't honestly been there, but I've seen plenty of photos and he, you know, actually operates it as a museum that people go visit. They have lots of events and whatnot. He goes to many events himself and knows a lot of developers. Um, and, uh, he, and uh, he, does, he did a, sequ- a segment on the OMGNexus.com OMG Hour that was called Lost Treasures of Gaming. And he would talk about various games uh, on a weekly basis and kind of just give you a brief two-minute information, you know, on a game and, and have you go check it out. And uh, it's just been my experience that when you talk about a game, unless somebody is, like, writing it down, they're not really interested in checking it out mm-hmm. until they see it. You know, and yeah, kind of sometimes yeah, yeah. when you see a game, you want to play it. So when they spawned a, a offshoot podcast called Lost Treasures of Gaming you can look it up anywhere where there is stuff uh, it is a solely interview based podcast which is why they can't consistently pump episodes out because they are meeting with a lot of developers um, but when they do crank out an episode, it's great. And they've talked to some, some really good guys, uh, mostly people who worked uh, in the Commodore 64 era, Atari VCS 2600 era. So a little bit older games. But I decided to partner up with them after some discussions and um, do the video show Lost Treasures of Gaming, which is found on my YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um, and we post on Gaming History 101. And I do it about weekly. Occasionally I'll miss some. Um, and it just introduces you to uh, people to fun stuff. This week I did uh, smash TV. was great. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and I actually had some uh, old footage because of the midway uh, arcade yeah. treasures collection of like Mark Trammell um, talking about, you know, the game itself. So uh, that was pretty cool. Uh, sorry about the volume on the audio portion of the video. It was quieter and I had forgotten to turn it up once I muted my mic for that part. But if you turn up your speakers, you should be able to hear it fine. But anyway, um, so all that stuff is very important, it's it's very cool, so, um, you know, I agree. Uh, as far as getting involved, absolutely, I will be in touch with you, Jonathan. Um, I'd like you to get involved as much or as little as you want. And I open that up to most people. Like if you have an article you'd like to write, if you have a podcast you'd like to be on, if you have a subject you'd like to see covered, all kinds of stuff, like reach out to us. And I should also point out that another good way to, to help us out is definitely come to the live shows. That's probably one of my favorite ways that people get involved over here at allgames.com, Uh Every Tuesday night, 7 PM Eastern, jump in the chat, have fun with all the crazy boys and girls that join us. Um, as well as uh, we do have a Patreon. Um, Again, one of the things I love about Gaming History 101 is that we never have to worry about, you know, there are just some headache costs involved with uh, just, you know, running a site. And then on top of that, occasionally Jam and I want to check some stuff out. Well those that help us out on patreon don't feel obligated in any way we don't give you any uh you know we we allow you to make your own shows in fact those of you who have been members for about a year we're going to get together and and i've got some ideas in store for that uh, jam and i'll talk about it but um you know you can contribute as little as a dollar as much as whatever you want but uh, if you go to patreon.com forward slash gaming history 101 you can contribute to that and that just allows you to filter back into the site and we get to do stuff in fact we had a new Patreon. Um, member that joined i believe his name is michael but i want to double check this um and uh and he wanted me to start covering collectible stuff which oh, yeah. normally i wouldn't be too interested in because i'm not really much of a collector but he did say i bet you have a lot of crazy stuff in your uh oh i do in your <laughs> collection jam i one, know so. you do as well <laughs> so that's where i go you know what he's right uh, i'm sorry uh, it is do 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 helen I think it's Alan, actually. I apologize, Alan, for calling you Michael. Um, yes, it's Alan. Alan is who reached out to me. So, um, yeah, he's, he is interested in, in stuff like that, and so that's why I definitely want to start a series with him. However, I uh, need one more month of Patreon support to uh, get that uh, 1080p mic or er, er, webcam. So that 1080p webcam's coming, but we'll get that going. And Jam, at some point, we're going to get you to start streaming some stuff. But as of now, you are able to make videos. I've seen them myself. <laughs>
0: oh. I actually did, I was going to surprise this, but I do have something that should be, it has, there's a few things that have been, like I always keep saying this every single time I do this, but there's a few things that have just uh, distracted me recently, which I'll probably reveal as well quite soon, but I do have something quite special that I'm hoping to do before December, we'll see, as well as a few articles, I which, <laughs> which I've been promising as well, but I'm trying to do the articles first, and then then we'll have a, a hopefully a nice surprise for people quite soon, which will involve video. Sorry. that's what I'm
1: gonna sorry, all I'm going to say. All right. Well, there you go. And just in case people are wondering, even though I've been sick, even though I've been busy, um, uh, still keeping up with Cron CD. Still yeah. on board to finish that up around the end of the year. Uh, trying to get through uh, all of 1988 and 1989 for this one so we can jump right into the third episode with Sega CD and PC Engine CD uh, and Philips CDI all hitting at the same time. So. It's a fun, busy time um, for, uh, for those consoles. Uh, actually, episode three will probably be just Sega CD and TurboGrafx CD, but Philips comes in there later. Anyway, um, also been getting a lot of traffic on my version videos. Lots of conversation and lots of traffic, so apparently people like those. So, I'm going to try to find a way to do one or two versions. Oh, fantastic. A month. Yeah, so hit me They're up if investment. you guys have any ideas. <laughs> yeah, shoot me go to contact at contact@gaminghistory101.com or go to, you know, the contact link on the website and tell me what games you'd like to see version for. Doesn't have to be a ton of ports, but uh, you know, we would want at least 3 or 4 um you know, different versions that are out there before we start looking them over. But uh, yeah, anyway, so those are all in the works. Um, So thank you very much, Jonathan. Mm -hmm. All right, so here we go. One thing I wanted to talk about, (laughs) 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 wow. Okay, Uh, one thing I wanted to talk about uh, was, uh, before we move into this is, so lately there's been a lot of chatter because Xbox 360 backwards compatibility recently hit the Xbox One. Yep. And people have been really focused on this. Um, and I understand it because I think this is the first generation where a lot of people backwards compatibility wasn't inherent makes Mm -hmm. sense. I mean, even now that backwards compatibility is just emulation. It's working double time just to make a 360 game run. And it's not always with the greatest gusto. And there's a very small list in comparison to the entire library. Um, that being said, it's cool that they can do that. Yeah. Yeah. And now, with the release of the Star Wars Battlefront bundle, the PlayStation 4 got three PlayStation 4-compatible PS2 games. Mm-hmm. Now, we haven't gotten a chance to talk about them on our Star Wars episode, which, Jim, I think we have to go into you know, a second episode. Yeah, yeah, I think absolutely. the ideal time for that would be the week Star Wars The Force Awakens comes out. Yeah. So we'll that. pencil that into the calendar. But um, those three games are, uh, what
0: was it? It was uh, Super Dying. Jedi well, Starfighter as Star Wars Starfighter, which is the PSG, well, that was also an Xbox, I believe. Yeah. um, Bounty Bounty Hunter Hunter and, And... uh, Racer Revenge, Star Wars Racer Revenge.
1: There we go. Yes. Um, which I hope I'm not breaking any hearts here and we'll definitely cover it on the show, but none of those are particularly strong games. Bounty Hunter may be the best, but it ran like shit outside of the PC. Mm -hmm. Um, bounty hunter looked great but it was so hard on the ps2 <laughs> <laughs> and the gamecube i don't think it hit for the xbox uh, where it might have actually been able mm-hmm. to handle some steady frame rate um i don't remember it being on the xbox actually. i don't think it was yeah. i think it was just star wars was weird yeah. we we didn't get into it too much yet but there were a lot of games that were like just ps2 and gamecube yeah, or just gamecube and xbox or just ps2 and xbox it was weird um but people are talking about these games. They, they also yes. threw achievements into them and upscaled them a little bit and things like that. Yeah. Wait, no, they didn't upscale them. They were flat-out ports. I think they ports, yeah. So then the big topic of discussion flooded that, oh, PS2 games are coming to the PlayStation 4. And that's when I go, okay, fucking guys. <laughs> guys. And I, I said a series of tweets, and a lot of people kind of got on board with me on it. Um, but it's irrelevant whether you agree or disagree. Uh, but I wanted to open up to a discussion. Um, and I, uh, my tweets were basically I'm paraphrasing, but it was like as we look forward into the video gamescape, um, you know, backwards compatibility is a fun little feature to tick on a box, but it's relatively completely unused. How much you want to bet that with the Xbox One going live with backwards compatibility, a majority of players have never booted up a 360 game on it? Or if they have, they've only put a handful of hours into it. Mm. Secondarily, with the PlayStation 2 thing, assuming you can put a disc into the system, which I doubt, um, you know, I don't see how that's going to be very useful. Like You have plenty of PS2 games available on the PlayStation 3, which even though if you don't have a PlayStation 3 now, you probably bought a ton of them on your PSN account and they still exist somewhere in the ether. But you probably didn't play those much either. Um, and so I guess it begs the question. I even saw an article where somebody asked Microsoft about original Xbox backwards compatibility on the Xbox One. I was like, "Okay, fucking guys, what are you doing? (laughs) You really want your Xbox One to run a 360 emulator to run an Xbox original emulator? Like, you really? That's that's really where you want to go with that? And for what? For what game? Mm -hmm. Halo's been upscaled. Well, they've got anniversary, haven't they? Yeah. Like, okay, Buffy, I get it. I get it. Buffy's big, important to me too. But anyway, <sighs> I even made a joke video jam where I that I was going to put on YouTube, but it was going to get a lot of flame bait, so I decided against it. And it wasn't really that funny, but it was going to say, it was kind of in the classic PlayStation 4 and then Xbox One backwards compatibility style. It was going to be me doing a PSA on consoles or how to get full backwards compatibility of all 360 games, all original Xbox games, and all PlayStation 2 games um, right now. Um, and it was to pay $40 and buy an Xbox or pay 50 bucks and buy a PS2 or pay, you know, 65 I think it is in America, and buy an Xbox 360. Like, yeah. s- at some point, guys, this is getting ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I wanted your thoughts on it, though.
0: I mean... I actually, I, I like, because I, obviously you're going back to the kind of the PS3, um, the P- the PlayStation 3, which does do, it emulates PlayStation 1 games and PlayStation 2 games already. And you can buy them on the PlayStation Store It doesn't have a complete library, but it has some things. So I've always been, a and I, I, I purchased some of those as well. And I'm, I'm happy to give a few, because they're usually really cheap as well. Um, So I don't, don't, I'm not against, um, I I like the fact that the PS4 is finally starting to bring sort of PS2 games to the store, and hopefully they will bring PS1 games, because it's good to have these things accessible, even though... For, from my experience recently with some of the some of the emulation is a bit, meh. I, in all honesty, I am I'm that guy. I know, Fred, you're that you have all the old consoles, but I I still play my original PlayStation One games on a PS1 console. <laughs> I don't even play it on the PS2, which can obviously has emulation. <laughs> you can um, play discs on. Um, yeah, I, I t- tend to play
1: PlayStation One on a PlayStation One unless yeah. I'm capturing. Because my PlayStation 2 outputs the component and I can upscale to 720p, I do it then. But I'm quickly getting to the point where if I'm going to do a capture, unless it's a gameplay capture, if it's just random footage for a video, I'm going to use an emulator just because they look so fucking
0: good. Absolutely. Um, The main point I was getting to is that I think we all have to come to the realization that oh, these consoles aren't going to last forever. My PS, even though I have um, this, which this makes me sound uber hoardy, but I have like free PlayStation One consoles, <laughs> so just don't. Yeah, but it around. who doesn't? Every who now and again, again, like you, your you just laser find them lying goes around, out. and people, so people just giving them away.
1: Yeah, I have two PlayStation Ones, and I have two Dreamcasts, and they I, both yeah. work,
0: but. I, I thought one Dreamcast that works and one that doesn't. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I thought well, and my Dreamcast like decides much like my streaming laptop. My Dreamcast decides when it wants to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> um, I was about to say that's quite interesting. And the um, the the, 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 but I think that's why I think it is important that most, especially with um, PlayStation and Xbox. I mean, because the PC has been doing this for years. You can you can use like DOSBox to, to even play your old PC games. So they've they've always been the well, that's the superior platform for all backwards. Capable games because you can just pretty much PC carry Master on. Race. Yeah, pretty much. And as this is one well, of the few times I already praise praise PC, but even even if you don't have your old PC games, you know sites like Good Old Games are certainly sort of a, a great place, and they're DRM free as well. They're great places to. And they play um, on
1: like everything. How yeah, many times exactly. do I have people tell me they bought an eleven hundred dollar laptop and they can't play the newest Battlefront? Mm. True, but you can play like anything on GOG. <laughs> Other than The Witcher, maybe.
0: Uh, But, uh, yeah. Um, I think it's important. I would like it if Sony just literally did... I I know it's hard, and I don't know the full mechanics behind all these things. And I agree, this is the same for Xbox, but if they did just continuously just bring these old platforms to their new consoles. I know it's a lot of work and and they're, and they're a business and blah, 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 blah. But it's just, it's kind of, you know, people do want to play those old games. Like you said, Buffy, I know I know they would probably have licensing problems with that now because of, you know, oh who has the rights. No, right but shop. if you can
1: put the disc in, you're good. But again, even yeah, Xbox yeah. One backwards compatibility, you're putting the disc in and downloading the digital version. So you're right. They probably mm-hmm. couldn't house a digital version of Buffy. Um, unless they renegotiated licensing, and then money's exchanging hands, and that's why ninety percent of the games you want will never see the light of day.
0: Yeah, which is a, yeah,
1: which is a big shame, really. Yeah. Um, real quick, a couple people are asking about uh, one what the topic is. It's it's games with short campaigns, <laughs> and two why we're <laughs> we're doing all this uh, house cleaning. Actually, a little bit of this was just chatting. We wanted to chat yeah. a little bit about this. We're feeling kind of chatty. Um, but yeah, and a couple of the chatters are kind of. You know, saying various things. Uh, Simon Belmont's mentioning that actually uh, Star Wars Racer Revenge runs at 60 frames instead of 30. So apparently it does enhance it in some ways. I guess just doesn't visually enhance it. Mm. Um, And uh, Yogi says, you know, remember, people kept going back and forth with you can't do it, you can do it, you can't do it, you can do it, you know, all that stuff. Um, They can. I mean... Yeah, Hecht just wants uh, OG Xbox so he can play uh, WWF Raw's entrance maker which uh the chat <laughs> seems good. very positive on. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and there are a lot of backwards compatible compatible consoles. Um Simon Belmont talks about Master System Genesis, 7800, PS2 and PS3 and then of course we Yep. Um yep. we oh, and Wii U so are both much, backwards yeah. compatible um to a certain extent. Um yeah. so yeah. So there's there's a lot of stuff to that. Again, I'm not saying backwards compat is not important. I uh, well, in Vita, yeah, that's right, Vita as well. Um, mm-hmm. But but at the same time, don't try too hard to reinvent the wheel. Um, there no, is I, a certain point where you know I, you try so hard and then you just realize, fuck, a Genesis costs thirty bucks and maybe. Maybe that's the best way to do it. Actually Sega's a bad example because the Genesis collection's so cheap and has so many oh, games, but it's so good. <laughs> but like I get I get tired of the ghosting and random bullshit on Xbox three sixty backwards compared yeah. with original Xbox to the point that I just run original Xbox games on original Xbox.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's sus. But yeah. I agree. And I was about to mention, because you mentioned um, because Mega Drive is one of those rare collections that does it just so well. Where, But then again, I, Mega Drive games are so much easier to emulate, even on modern consoles, whereas um, Rare Replay I, what I, is what the game I wanted to mention, where that was kind of the first example of it. It's a great compilation. I, I can't wait to but get it's it. Greatest, it's, not, it's not the greatest. It's not in
1: certain yeah, regards. There are certain games like Battletoads, yeah. uh, which is fine by me, because I'll never fucking play that game again, <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. That, that do suffer from the Conversion, although I will tell you, most people won't notice.
0: Yeah, yeah, of uh, course.
1: You know, it's like those people Fearless. who talk about well, course, digital eclipse no. versus yeah. M2's, you know, mm. emulation tactics. dr 4 ev has uh, joined and he's talking about are you talking about backwards compatibility? Uh, and is PlayStation the best? Well, PlayStation, much like Sega, just benefits mm. from the fact that the PlayStation 2 used the PlayStation 1's processor as its yeah. sound chip, so it's easy to just switch off the main processor and of course the playstation 3 launch console i have you know voss is talking about it in the chat his died mine died as well um those were wonderful uh yeah, the, those the 60
0: gig one yeah
1: yeah but they cost like 800 bucks to make and were 400 dollars at retail so they weren't <laughs> they weren't really cost effective and sony scrapped them pretty quick but um but yeah i mean they've always had that strength um yeah. so yeah um and of course let's not forget you know Hackers get stuff working. GZR devs saying, "Yeah, I mean, the PSP is the uh, all-in-one Ooh. emulator. I'll tell you that much."
0: <laughs> and and the Xbox, I should say, yeah, Xbox. Because I I have the original a Xbox that's hacked, modded X. Xbox. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I I've got myself one now. I, I modded it, and it's fantastic for that sort of stuff. That's true. And uh, you can Simon even Belmont burn also the talking about... right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you can. Um, Simon
1: Belmont's also talking about uh, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance DS, 3DS. There's been a lot of back compat in yeah. the past but they yeah. all have one thing in common which is most people want to play the more modern games i think what we're running into right now is that uh games are just such a high risk that they're not coming out as much but that's a discussion for a modern day show but mm. anyway it's just something to think about but with all Ooh, that yeah. they show you someday <laughs> yeah yeah well, you know hey oh yeah fort and Good says retron 5 um mm. we'll leave the retron 5 on the shelf that's where it is. it's not bad it's just it's just uh it's yeah <laughs> you, uh, you all know you love the Retron 5. The Retron 5 is cool until I start thinking about emulation. Again, I tend to prefer, and Simon Belmont says the original Xbox is great for me. Yeah, it is. It's literally just Fantastic. yeah, lean down in such a way. In fact, now you guys are making me want to go back and hack my Xbox. Um,
0: but uh, there's
1: a British site, Jam, that uh, for 20 bucks will send you uh, a memory card that's hacked.
0: For the PSP that. or Xbox? For the Xbox. Eh, I don't think you even need that. It's really easy to do. It's not too complicated.
1: Maybe we'll talk offline. But yeah. <laughs> Not that I
0: don't want people to know, but I think we've gone off on the tangent long <laughs> enough.
1: So. Anyway, all right. So let's talk about games, uh, good games with short campaigns. Of course, chatters, you are always welcome to join in. We are going to try to do chronological as best we can. And of course, these are contextual, so... Yeah, there is the Gaming History X thing, Voss. You got a good point. We should think about that. Oh, yeah. But uh, anyway. Um, All right. So, um, you know, recently we did, you know, the episode (laughs) with the long games. So now we're doing short. Um, And there are some games that, even though they're super short, are just so fucking boss.
0: (laughs) Wasn't this a request from one of our listeners as well to do the short episode? Yes, it was. I do feel bad for not remembering. Let me give
1: credit where credit is due. I I keep those mails, so... Um, I just gotta look. Do do do. Alice Madness Returns. Okay. Uh, actually, Jam, why don't you open up with one of yours and then we absolutely will... yeah yeah. Cause, so cause
0: mine more pre-date probably ed, f- Fred's first one. <laughs> so, just it's very it out possible. There. So <laughs> um so um yeah because obviously um the, the, with microcomputer games there's a lot of short games on there but I think. Most of the short games are mostly, I'll be honest, arcade ports at some point. But there is one game uh, that was on the BBC Micro and the fantastic ZX Spectrum that was a short game that I love to this day, and I still actually push up on emulation to play it. Um, that is just one of my favorite short and sweet games to play, and it's a game called uh, Chucky Egg. Have you heard of this, Fred?
1: Chucky Egg? mm mm-hmm. uh, No, but it sounds like a fucking um oh who's that egg that you guys all love uh dizzy dizzy uh,
0: but that is it's actually not like only dizzy. the only <laughs> the europeans understand dizzy i'm sorry <laughs> so yeah but you'll be able fantastic dizzy well, dizzy has a like uh, he's got a very very big following um famous from the oliver twins obviously the oliver twins That's i it.
1: love those guys in interviews <laughs> i must say i'll give
0: him that but anyway they were actually um not, not going off topic completely already but oh they were actually they're actually they're um, actually one of the oliver twins was at um um or one of the developers from the company was at play blackpool giving a, um, a like a brief speech about his latest game project uh called sky saga hmm. which is like is minecraft um kind of style free-to-play game so it's interesting to actually see the people behind the um, behind the egg basically
1: yeah but, how are the uh, how are the oliver twins um how old
0: Are they cats. Are they older? Uh, the, I, 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 I thought you were asking how old they were. Um, I'm not too sure off the top of my head. I mean, yeah, they're 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 fifties maybe. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's just a guess. Yeah. But, but anyway, speaking of eggs, uh-huh. <laughs> so, um, so Chucky e. Egg is basically Fred. What this game is is it's a two D. Um, it's a 2d game. It's on one screen because you all remember this is a microcomputer game. It's not you got <laughs> it You got someone someone's already someone knows what I'm talking about because he's put yeah YouTube He does already and, <laughs> and I'm watching kit. it And um, I just love the premise of this game You are just a fella going into your hen hut Fred to collect the eggs and that is all you're doing But of course this being a video game the hens that you for some reason have are freaking deadly and want to murder you so actually (laughs) Jim,
1: i don't know if you've ever raised hens before but uh uh, but my parents do see yeah you gotta watch out those those bitches will
0: fuck you up um my 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 dad um he 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 because he raised chickens from um, from eggs actually and he ends up with two cockerels which lived together and he named them after two famous dictators because that's about right (laughs) Mussolini and uh (laughs) <laughs> one, of them, one of them's based off Che Guevara and one of them's off Mussolini actually so he got That's one That's fantastic, them's. yes, <laughs> all
1: right, yeah, yeah. Well, you always have to put Mussolini if you're talking about like cock of the walk, you know. Um, <laughs> that being said, one thing I got to give Chuck Egg right off the bat is thank you Chucky Egg for being like the only game in the 80s who realized that a man can
0: fall 10 feet and not die. <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and when he does, he makes this um, hilarious farting noise. Yes, see, this, is, I, this is the sort of this is the sort of gaming gold that you don't get anymore <laughs> with limitations of the hardware.
1: I know, right? 48k yeah. spectrum 48k version, huh?
0: <laughs> mm. And, and believe, you know, do you remember that um, you know someone made that joke about you, know, you were saying you were updating your software on the Dragon computer, Fred. Yes. Well, th- this game got a port to the Dragon Phase 2 so. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> yes. So, you
1: know, yes i love the dragon i've never played on one i've never i've barely I, seen I pictures have, but but it's,
0: it's it's fantastic it's, it's
1: it's called a fucking dragon though yep um but yeah <laughs> so but
0: basically all this game is just for the chat just for pe- for people that are listening who have never seen the genius of chucky egg you are basically just a little little fellow with a big hat on it, The hat, Um. and you just gotta go around this hen house it's got ladders it looks kind of just from a look of it looks kind of like a like an evened-out Donkey Kong in a way, except you're mm-hmm. not getting to the top. You've just got to collect all the eggs in the area.
1: And you're ca- collecting, like, chicken feed, too. You're, like, robbing yep.
0: the chicken's food. Pretty, Pretty much, No yeah. wonder they
1: want to kill you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Those they just give you extra points and stuff. But you basically that's all it is. You just collect the eggs, and when you collect the eggs, you, you go to the next level. There's only, there's not very many... That's why this game is short, is there's not very many levels. But this is... I, I actually was going to feature this game in our scary episode but as another joke, why I would put Granny's Garden in there. Because... There is something that happens in this game, Fred, that scares the ever-loving crap out of you midway through. So you play about the first, I think, sort of seven or six or seven levels where you're just collecting the eggs and you're just avoiding these blue hens. And uh-huh. you'll notice in the corner, you're <coughs> pointing in the screenshot already, in the top left corner, there the is cage. a giant chicken in there. Yes. <laughs> and you're thinking, ah, oh, he's no big threat at all. Although I found out from playing the game that you can actually touch him and die. So, <laughs> so avoid that, <laughs> if you will. Um, well, midway through the game, Fred, they release that chicken and it flies around the level and, and attacking you. And I've never seen anything more terrifying. This is worse than Nemesis. <laughs> <this famous story>. <laughs>
1: Stars. <laughs>
0: exactly. Man in yellow hat. It, it literally flies around the level spontaneously. And you basically you play the first few levels. You repeat the same ones again, but with this giant chicken chasing you. And it is terrifying. <laughs> so. Yep. Yep. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's actually it, it, you know, people will look at the screenshots and think god this game just does not look good but it, it's so addictive and it's just so fun but it's over really quickly as well it's literally those levels then those levels and it's done and that's it mm-hmm. but it's so so entertaining and I, I, I still love playing this game to stay um yeah, and I, it's one of those ones that you can play this on any version and have fun. It's it was on the BBC Micro, it's take like Spectrum, the Dragon 2. I, I need to find that port <laughs> one emulator because I didn't even know it was on that computer. Um, but it, it, it's just absolutely fantastic. It, it, it just is is that sort of. Um, It's got that kind of arcade flavor to it that you just really just don't get uh, much in sort of modern games today. Um, And it just doesn't outstay its welcome as well. You just have a blast playing it. And it's really, really challenging. Um, This is kind of a thing that we'll probably be mentioning a lot in this, (laughs) that, um, you know, the game is probably short the first few times you play it because you're going to be dying on the first few levels. And that's because you only get limited lives in this game as well. Um, But once you kind of like mastered it, you'll still kind of just like fly through it. And it's just like a kind of a score rush system. Wow. Well there you go. But that's that that's right there, right out of the bat. That's the sort of uh, probably the earliest one. This was um nineteen eighty three, I just, I didn't say I didn't actually state when this was out, but this is you know, eighty three. So it's
1: a yeah, while it's ago. So. just just a little. Um but uh, <laughs> actually uh, some of the games uh, um that are on my list are, are relatively old. Uh, I have nothing going back to the microcomputers, as I was telling Jam. Um, <laughs> my uh, my favorite, or one of the biggest <laughs> microcomputer games for me is Maniac Mansion, which does not qualify. Um, but uh,
0: Although you could like argue that you complete that really quickly once you know where you're going. <laughs>
1: that's true. And by the way, that was recently confirmed to be in Day of the Tentacle. They did confirm that the yeah. original version. Oh, was fantastic. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, yeah. So uh,
0: you got anything from the early 80s still? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. So let me just go through my next – let me just hold on one second. Just getting the right list out there. I mean, I think it's sort of worth um, – this isn't – this is a bit of a cop-out answer. I was debating whether to sales oh, or not, but it is go. probably best to put it here. Is basically Pac-Man because this, to me, was the ultimate kind of
1: uh, – Pac-Man is not a short game.
0: Well, I mean, if you suck at it like me, sure. That's it's what a I was going debate. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's sure in the sense of the you know it's it's a very quick arcade game, and uh, and the way you guys are bringing it up as well is because there were obviously always several microcomputer um, versions of this, which were so much better than the Atari, um, twenty six hundred version. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> but not that that's hard. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: so okay, Pac Man. I. I mean, I guess I'll give you Pac-Man. That first level, man, shoo, just fly through it.
0: Uh, oh, it's also in the sense that because what we're already doing in Pac-Man is just repeating that same level over and over again. That is, you know, depending on how you look at it, that is, you fin- you finish that level and you just play that level again and again and again and again until you either die or get to the kills. Oh,
1: the levels <laughs> change. Don't be that reductive. I'm calling you out on that one. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. You got any others?
0: that that's pretty much all for now because uh because i, I want to spend a bit of time with some other games and this is i can see this being one of those shows so i don't want to miss some of these other ones out later <laughs> Simon belmont does say great short game donkey kong four levels absolutely
1: uh, that really does loop um uh, even more so than pac-man another one that i will point out and i have played it now jam um mm-hmm. i have not posted the video live i'll try to get to it tonight Editing is what's slowing me down, not making these videos, uh, is uh, the Star Wars thing. Yes, in Rogue Squadron 3, the arcade is in every version of the game. It's not just on the bonus disc. However, in order to unlock it, you have to put in passcodes or beat the game. Since most of us are not going to do option two, I just put in some passcodes and I'm good to go. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, Star Wars, the original arcade game. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's that's quick. That's five yeah. minutes, if that. Um, and that really does loop, but uh, anyway. Oh, Derek H says Pac-Man levels don't change; it's the same map. Damn it! Am I thinking yeah, of Ms. Am I thinking yeah. of Ms. Pac-Man? You're thinking of um, well, even Ms. I mean, Pac-Man. I'm sure her levels change. They may be the. Uh, they may be like the same shape, but I thought her like maze changes. Anyway, I, I could be wrong it about doesn't, both of those. Ms. Pac-Man. Well, I could fuck. Be wrong there. <laughs> Um, I mean, all I mean, right, definitely
0: Pac Man. It's always the same. It's the same maze. Oh, there we go. It's quite short.
1: Well, I've never been very good at it, so I wouldn't know. Um, but uh, <laughs> that's the one with the patterns. All right. Well, one of my first ones is uh, very well known. Um, and, I, you know, the hope here is to introduce people to games they've not played or that they've heard about, but maybe they didn't realize they were a long game. You know, somebody like recommends a game really good, but they forget to mention to you that it's like 400 hours. Um, this will be kind of the opposite. Um, but the first one that comes to mind is Legend of Zelda on the NES. Really? <laughs> I know, I know, I know you're saying like, how is that a short game? But <laughs> truth well, be told, if you, it, well, if you know where you're going with it, Um, it is pretty short and remember I said context in the grand scheme that this is an RPG um, as well as it's in the Zelda franchise it is the shortest Zelda game Um, and it is Uh, one of the shortest RPGs you can beat Zelda in a handful of sittings especially with a guide
0: oh yeah absolutely these
1: days I can get it in three hours Um, in fact if I ever did an extra life or something that would be the goal is to beat Legend of Zelda in three hours or try to do, I think it takes me about six, a six-hour run where I get all of the heart containers. So you get everything in the game and then you go take on Ganon. But no, truth be told, Legend of Zelda isn't too hard. Um, If you got a guide, cool. Uh, Again, like I said, a lot of people will just not know where these places are and you don't have the time to go sit there and burn every bush and bomb every. You know, wall. Um, so it's fine if you use a guide, but it can be a quick, fun way through nine dungeons. I mean, it's it's still smaller scale because of you know when it came out and what it was. But so yeah, that's, that's, really that's one of mine. So, um,
0: well, how about if you, man? Well, if we're if we're on the NES, so I'm going st- to stick to the NES, and I'm going to talk. Oh, and about- woo,
1: Derek confirms Ms. Pac-Man levels change. All right, this. Yeah, thing.
0: yeah. I, I, I was a bit on the fence about that one. I thought they they might change, but. Um, Anyway, my, my first one is, I'm going to stick with the NES as well, and I'm going to um, do Ice Climbers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking Ice Climbers.
1: Am I, like, I feel like people universally hate and feel that that game's bad, but that may just I be really because... I love this game. <laughs> I love trying. this game too. I fucking love this game. Really,
0: really do. Um, I think you people know. hate it maybe just because it is very... The controls are a bit... I get, I get it they—they're they floaty jumps. They kind of move goofy, floaty, and that's, that, love that's the charm of it. I, that's I love, what I love about it. it. It is challenging, but but it's also it is it's, it is a very short game. It is basically just scale the mountain. Um, that's oh
1: yeah, that's an easy and, feat. And Have that. you gotten yeah. to level
0: like twenty or something? I yes. don't know. I'm, I'm still on the fence.
1: <laughs> the, that game can be long if you're good at it, but you know whatever. I will, I'll, I'll. I'll give it to you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you Ice Climbers. Uh, Is there anything in particular? That is available on most stuff. Uh, It's an NES game. game. And if you've never played it, guys, uh, Jam, why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Because I do want to admit that, like, we should talk about, like, what these are.
0: uh, What what some of these games are, so... So, yeah, Ice Climbers is a very, very simple, simple <laughs> little game. You you play a little Eskimo with his big hammer and uh, <laughs> basically you've just basically just got to get to the top of the level. You're kind of scaling a mountain, but you're basically um, you've got to get through these little platforms and you're basically jumping and kind of chipping away at these little platforms, almost like a it feels almost kind of like a pseudo alleyway slash breakout because you've got to jump to chip away at those little blocks so that you can jump. So, it kind of mixes like almost like, I, I call it like break out with a platformer, um, and uh, but at the same time you get know, you got enemies scrolling from side to side attacking you, and um, you, it, but it's it's very it's it's a very loosey goosey game as well you know your character feels very floaty um some would
1: even say that the developers were very loosey goosey about the quality (laughs) control on this game but you know i digress
0: (laughs) i don't know it's it's right if it it, even if it wasn't that tight i still think it sort of works in its favor because it's challenge it's like that's that's what a lot of these old games had about them is that you you know you worked around these sort of problems the game maybe maybe the controls weren't 100% tight but that's you kind of mastered it you mastered the limitations and got better at it I agree I agree mm. and um, and that's really what the, the, the video was challenge that I found that actually getting to the top of the mountain wasn't the hard part the hard bit was always just grabbing that damn bird is this like terror? At the top? Well, that was the bonus level, though. You didn't have to be. You that didn't have one. to, but it was always yeah. the drive, wasn't it? You was always like, I'm going to get it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get that damn bird. <laughs> I just sound like, really aggressive there, man. You should watch me play it. But uh, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, well, and actually, on that same one, uh, Fort and Guard's mentioning, uh, and just so people know, we are, we are keeping track of all the games you guys are talking about. However,. Um, You know we are mentioning stuff in contextual order, but uh, uh, Castlevania One is like forty-five minutes if you have the ability for it. He says, "Yeah, that's true." Um, Castlevania One, you can you can beat very fast if you're good at it. If you're like me and you're not very good at it, um, you know. But if you go for a run till first death, yeah, I mean it's that game is all about dying and learning from your mistakes over and over again as is one of my other games, which is NES Contra.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Contra is a 20-minute game. <clears throat> but if you don't use the 30-man life, it can take you a long time to get there. But if you want to see me do it, <laughs> <laughs> I do a Contra run without the 30-man life on, uh, on the website, so you can go search that. But, uh, but it is possible. Um, and you know I think that's what a lot of these games kind of devolved into, right? If you were really good at them, you could turn them into very short games, but uh, and if you've not played contra, one, what's wrong with you, but two, it's a run and gun okay. shooter uh <laughs> where you are basically Arnold Schwarzenegger and sylvester Stallone uh in the 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 plot of predator
0: <laughs> <laughs> what what do you want that's fantastic I mean,
1: <laughs> yeah, the Japanese knew how to fucking rip shit off. <laughs> And Castlevania, if you've never played it, uh, you are basically, uh, insert Barbarian here with a whip, and you are taking on the universal mo- monsters, Frankenstein, Dracula, mm-hmm. etc. cetera. Um, <clears throat> all right, Jim, well,
0: you're up again. You know what else is short and is, is like Castlevania Fred that's on the master system, <laughs> so... And what what game is? I know what game that is, but I'm baiting you. <laughs> yeah, that' no, right. It's, uh, so, um, it's it's that it's that little game that people forget about called Master of Darkness, or the better title from Japan, In the Wake of the Vampire, <laughs> which I, I kind of dig that title. It just or sounds
1: my- like the vampire's water skiing, and you're just eating his dust.
0: Exactly. But, uh, anyway. <laughs> so- so th- this was the Master System's answer to Castlevania. It practically is in every sense of the word. It is basically Castlevania on the Master System, except you play as a psychologist um, who, you know, who basically has melee weapons this time. He doesn't have a whip. He has like a hammer or an axe or whatever. To pick up because you can change weapons in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is incredibly short, and it has a it even. Fe- it feels very so Castlevania where you even fight Dracula at the end. Um, it has that sort of ending to it too, um, but I would say probably thirty minutes, even on even on a, like a first playthrough. This is quite a straightforward game to get through.
1: Yeah, yeah. I've not played it, but uh, I I look forward to it at some point. Yeah, it's definitely
0: recommended um, for because it, it it's one of those, especially well, not just fans of the Master system, but just kind of if you are a Castlevania fan and you want to just sort of see people that tries to replicate the formula on other consoles because obviously this wasn't made by people that made castlevania um it was made by very yeah it was
1: it was actually made by the japanese guys who
0: ripped off castlevania (laughs) (laughs) it's made by a very weird developer as well called sims that kind of they made weird games
1: (laughs) clue drew whips the quintessential weapon of a traditional barbarian warrior fuck yeah dude (laughs) but um all right, anything else of, uh, in regards to Wake of the Vampire?
0: Well, the, it's, it's, a fu- it's a fun little game to play, and it's, it's not particularly challenging as well, whereas I think, like, you were talking about Castlevania, you say, obviously, <laughs> once you get good at it, you fly through the game, but Master of Darkness, you don't even re- really need to be particularly good at it, I think. I think you can use oh, most people. Even better. Can... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's quite straightforward. I think the it doesn't have as big a difficulty curve to it, but definitely um, worth checking out. If you, Especially, if I, this is a game I like to pull out, even to this day, and if you want just something quick... Um, like it's well, I think it
1: really becomes the theme of these games, because my yeah. last one for the NES era is Mario 3. People mm-hmm. don't realize how short Mario 3 really is if you're good at it. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. even without Warp Zones tops, that game's four hours. Mm. Uh, people forget that Mario doesn't have a save. No, no. We beat that shit in afternoons. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, it's hard, though. But it's shorter than Mario 2, which a lot of people say Mario 2 is the shortest Mario game. But that's just because it's easier and most people can beat it. Mario 3... I'm actually better at Mario 3 than I am at Mario 2. <laughs> <laughs> if you'll believe that. Um, but, uh, yeah, Mario 3 is a very short video game. Mm-hmm. Um, not like World, which is a very fucking long video game. But, um, but uh Oh Yogi, real quick, if you grab the PC version, I may grab it with you. Anyway, um, <laughs> so <laughs> I can
0: finish Mario Free in ten minutes. So see, there that, you go. He's, like, yeah. he, he's the he's the brain man of Mario Free, right there. Well, and and you can like there are speed ru- Not
1: even I don't even know if ten minutes is quite the speed run. That's just uh, that's just knowing how to warp. You can get both warp whistles in the first two levels and then warp straight to eight. And then if you can beat that shit, yeah. I left my NES on all night to beat Super Mario 3 back in the day. Motherfucker, I got that shit on pause right now. My NES is on right now on pause with no bullshit. A Super Mario game. And I cannot tell you when I put it on pause. (laughs) I literally unhooked the AV cables, Jam. Okay. (laughs) Because fucking Nintendos don't die. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like Goonies, Nintendo never says die. So, um... My NES will be fine as long as nobody bumps into it. Mm-hmm. But anyway. But, uh, it's about
0: power cord.
1: <laughs> yeah, Simon Belmont says no fear of ring of death. Yeah, well, see, and again, oh, I have no, a game absolutely. room. I have a game room which could double up as like if I was a serial killer, you could probably store a human person <laughs> oh, oh, here without anybody actually hearing them scream, you know. Um, not to put too fine a point on it now that I start looking around. Uh, the other thing I realized by, while looking around is when my daughter becomes a teenager, she is so fucking fighting me for this room. This room is like twice the size of her bedroom upstairs. I don't know, man. Teenage girls on ground floor. Anyway, okay. Uh, diatribe <laughs> over. Um, Stop it. So, uh, all right, Jam. Um, let's move into 16-bit, shall we? Oh, there's a lot to talk about here. Ooh.
0: There In fact, are... we mentioned one from the chat because they mentioned this earlier. It was Altered Beast. Altered Beast is the quintessential hybrid arcade Game. <laughs> um,
1: it is the most latent homosexual game I've ever played in my life. I'm sorry, guys. Like, it, it really allows you to appreciate the male form. Um, that being said, yeah, the Genesis and the arcade versions are quite quick and quite easy. Um, 50 cents maybe in the arcades. I don't even think you'll use a continue in the Genesis. The Genesis is super easy. Um, and you can hold A and press start if you need to continue. But yeah, you'll knock through that shit in about 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. If, if not even that. Um, what I thought was funny was when I was doing the capture for Juoki or Altered Beast in Japan, if you haven't watched the Kron CD episode, it's really hard on the PC Engine. Yeah. Like, they changed the difficulty significantly and made a lot more enemies show up. <laughs> it took me longer to yeah. beat the first level of Altered Beast on the PC Engine. Than it did for me to beat the whole fucking game on the Genesis. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, super short game. Super short game. Um, Kostin says, did we mention Mario is missing or are we only listing good games? Uh, I'd like oh, to believe we're only listing good games. And I know people are... And Voss, uh, to be clear, Voss says <laughs> nothing wrong with the mail form. No, you are right. I'm, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. But my wife was playing through it and she goes... Yeah, like if you like cut underwear, man. This reminds me of that game you showed me <laughs> called Cho and I was like, both overjoyed that she remembered that I I'll showed say, her Cho yeah. Well, you, my wife suffers through a lot of seeing shit she doesn't want to see, um, <laughs> uh, meaning video games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and so, but yeah, she was just like, <laughs> she was just like, oh, Fred, is this what I? She basically made the association, thinking that I was already aware of it. And, you know, it's when your, your childhood, like, crumbles down and suddenly you're just like, like, I didn't care that it was all muscle men, but I was just like, how did I never fucking see this? It's like going back and watching He-Man nowadays. You're just like, how, how did I miss this? You know, it's just so apparent. <laughs> but Altered Beast is fantastic, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, Fortingard says Choaniki is better than Altered Beast. Oh, well yeah i never said it wasn't it's unfortunately not short though (laughs) Uh, but uh anyway um jam you got another one from the 16-bit era well i mean mine's a turbo graphics so it's kind of an 8-bit 16-bit but
0: Mm -hmm. well yeah so um i mean i think the i've met we've referenced this one before but um the the, the the fantastic game on the Mega Drive as well as obviously in the arcades, but the Mega Drive version is very different. Is um, Shadow Dancer, which AKA the Secret of Shinobi, the best yeah. sixteen bit game with a dog? <laughs> so at your side, <laughs> the dog companion. This is um, significantly easier this game than the arcade for starters. It's and it's very very. It's a very very quick game as well. Um, kind of a, what was quite funny is when I purchased this game, um, is, I don't know, people will probably relate to this a lot, especially when you're younger, is if a, if a parent gets you a game or you acquire a game, that they, they always say to you now, don't finish that too quickly. <laughs> well, this was, the, this was that game for me, so I actually had to purposefully die when my parents came to watch me, just so it didn't look like I was finishing the game earlier. <laughs> so... <laughs> Look at you, man. I know, yeah. <laughs> You're such a trooper. I
1: would run up to my mom and like Christmas morning, you know, I'd open my gifts around 9 a.m. And because uh, uh, my parents had this rule where you had to wait for them to get up. Mm-hmm. And it was hilarious because my dad would always wake up really early and my mom would make him sit in the room and wait until like eight or nine to come get us. But yeah, my mom has frequently seen me run up to her by like noon and being like, beat it. <laughs> <laughs> You know which game she got for me though that that didn't happen. Zelda Two. To this Uh day, I mean, I did recently beat it, like within the last three or four years, but I didn't run up and find her. And that's funny because we work at the same place. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes, my mother and me and my wife all work for the same company, but it has seven thousand employees. We're never in each other's vicinity. But anyway,
0: um. Just, just for disclosure as well. About I should have just mention to people that don't know about um, Shadow Dance. So the you basically play. It's it's a Shinobi game. It's it's two D side scrolling. Um, you know, you're flinging shurikens at people. You have like an slide. But the best part is you have a little dog by well. Not he's a bit. He's a big dog, but he can turn little if he gets hit. Um, don't worry, he doesn't die. Like
1: all other dogs, who dogs shrink when they get games. hit. But, yeah. but you can die, but
0: <laughs> not, not a dog, God forbid. But, but you can use him as well to sort of attack enemies and distract them and take them out. It's one of those, it's very arcade on a, it was an arcade game as well, but they keep those kind of arcade routes where it's one hit dead, um, but you just start sort of back at a sort of checkpoint and everything. But it's, it's actually a really good game as well, and it still holds up surprisingly well. And they adjusted it on the Mega Drive port where it's not the same levels as the arcade because obviously the arcade hardware was far superior um and it was it, it looked better and the levels were a bit more complex um so they kind of stripped it down and redid it completely kind of from the, it feels almost kind of from the ground up but but it just worked so so short i mean i, I think it's only sort of like five six levels uh, yeah. and then you're done and that's it and you can easily do this in one sitting even if you're not like a um if they're not particularly big <laughs> these uh, these games i'll just reading simon um, belmont's um comment as well so he said, you used to hear from my mom i don't finish my homework too quickly just play video games <laughs> <I love it>. <laughs> so, <laughs> right yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but
1: uh yeah and and somebody in the chat i think it's yogi is talking about forgotten worlds which is oh, yeah a, i was gonna bring that one up later yeah yeah it's a twi- It's it's a little later on in time wasn't that oh, like an arcade world. mvs game like it came out on neo geo or something
0: i don't know it was ported all over the place of course it was on the master yeah, on system. Geo, of all things um, he's um, he's talking about the game that's obviously is there's also named another world over here i believe no 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 you're that's oh that's no a i know what game. he means it's out of forgotten 100. worlds is two used. big buff dudes yeah, no no, no yeah i these.
1: understand um uh what game is what is another world also known as hold on uh another world is also called come on motherfuckers <laughs> what did we call it over here um out of this world out of this world thank you whoa man old man brain yeah i got it yeah, right well. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah um but yeah yeah forgotten worlds is a is a fun little uh arcade game that's that's kind of contra-esque but with uh really large um um really large uh bosses and, and sprite-based stuff. Um, while we're all on this, I may as well throw out um, Splatterhouse. Splatterhouse is kind of a throwback to the age old. If you're good at it, you can beat it
0: in 20 minutes. If you're not, know, just take you know, That's the case for all but. of the, the, the original Splatterhouse games, the first free
1: Yeah, the, the newest one takes you like 10 hours because it's got so much fucking... I don't even know if I'd say it's wor- worthwhile content and whatnot, but uh, yeah. Uh, Simon Belmont says, "Forgotten Worlds" was ported to the Genesis and Mega and Master System and uh, TG16 CD. Mm-hmm. Ooh, so I'll be playing Everything. through it <laughs> soon. Um, cool, but uh, yes. Um, anyway, Jim. Why don't you give me another one? Give me another sixteen
0: bitter. Another one. sixteen bit one. Well, I, I'm going to just do this now because I, I did want to mention a bad one because this one, this game is in bad game. <laughs> so you so if you're, you're writing think. it down, don't write this one down, okay? <laughs> um, because this game is really short, and, and that's Dark Castle on the Mega Drive. Dark I think I brought this up before, but I don't know if you remember this one. All right. I mean, there's two reasons, Fred, why this game will be short. One is because of your intolerance for this game, because of how awful it is, and two is if you actually do pursue it and actually complete it, because this game will not take you that long to finish. Um, you basically play a little. You are just a, a man invading a castle, and no, don't get any ideas. It's not like Castlevania. It's not good. It's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's um, <laughs> oh, 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 this looks like a cheesy Mac venture. <laughs> pretty much, it's. This game is, I, I really feel this is a game that has to be experienced to be experienced. its kind of, because um, you, you really just don't see games like this at all anymore. Um, uh, it's, you're, you're basically, you basically just, you, you can choose your route through it. You choose, basically from the beginning, you can choose which room you enter, but there is a sort of particular you're supposed to go in, and you just enter the final room to basically just destroy this wizard. And then the game is over. If you know what you're doing, you can finish this game in something like 15 minutes. Um, huh. And people, I think you can sort of glitch it out a bit and kind of you know even fast track to the to the to the end level straight away. Um, but the controls of this game are just so crazy because you know how games, especially in the sixty bit areas, they all follow a general formula. You know, certain buttons are, are mapped to do certain things. Well, Dark Castle is one of those bizarre games where you use the up and down um, <laughs> up and down buttons to uh, to aim your arm to where you're going to throw a rock. And it's just really weird. Huh. <laughs> it's just a very, very bizarre game. That's a thing. And it has terrible jumping mechanics. Like, your character kind of jumps ridiculously far. And platforming, is basically a nightmare. You have no control of how far or short he jumps. So you don't know if your, like, next jump's going to connect properly or if you're going to force your death. And the other reason why, that, Fred, you might want to check this game out because we won't mention Altered Beast, is if you... Um, if you fail or go wrong, you get sent to the dungeon where there is a executioner whipping men, um, topless and stuff. And it just, again, you know, homerosis and why not? Oh my God. Yes. I have an erection
1: <laughs> right now. Like you, be careful. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm seeing a screenshot though. All kidding aside. Um,
0: yeah, well, there you go. There's a thing. But this game is bad. And I, I don't particularly recommend that people purchase this game, but obviously, <laughs> <laughs> so let me tell you all about this game. Don't fucking play. Um, <laughs>
1: Well, and actually, while we're on that subject, i got a couple I want to throw out real quick, um, which are, one, uh, Ninja Turtles on the arcade. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. The game is not even 30 minutes. Like, even for a walk-to-the-right brawler, it's short. Simpsons is much longer. Unless you're really good at it, X-Men's a little bit longer. Um, Final Fight's definitely much longer. Mm Mm-hmm. Turtles in Time is longer. Um, the original Ninja Turtles Arcade is really beloved, but like, you could really get pretty much near the end of that game on a quarter or two. <laughs> so uh, I definitely wanted to mention that one. Um, another one which I wanted to mention so that we could both talk about it is, have you played Jurassic Park on the Genesis slash Mega Drive? Yes, I have. Now that's a short game. That is a short game. On the yeah. Raptor. Oh yeah.
0: Oh, oh, yeah, absolutely.
1: The well, Raptor campaign yeah. is like 10 fucking minutes. <laughs> absolutely. Like, it, Like I'm not kidding. Like, you don't even have to be good at that game. The Grant one's a little harder, and it has, like, more puzzly stuff, but the Raptor is dead easy. I think the first level
0: is literally drop down and walk through a door. Mm-hmm. Um. But that is a fucking and that, short. And that, thing. and that was obviously the character that everyone wants to play as as well. So that everyone got got completely sort of slapped in the face, where it's like, no, nope, no, nope, the raps campaign is really short. Go play as Grant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, it's it's surprising
0: how quick that game is. So mm. even even to an extent the the well, or the human campaign is relatively quick as well. It's not. I was it's never good game. enough to
1: beat Grant. I think there's a river sequence where the T-Rex yeah. comes after you, and I was
0: pretty bad at that. that well, that's quite interesting that you mentioned that, Fred, because that scene in the game, believe it or not, was, a, was supposed to be in the film. Um, yes, they would. Cut, yeah.
1: it's in the book. It, it it's in the book, yeah. I know, yeah, yeah and it and didn't come out to the film until 3. Jurassic Park 3 contains many scenes that were in the book that were cut from the first film um that they decided to bring back in fact if you guys want to know if you fuse jurassic park one and three together um it's pretty much the book of jurassic park one no like people don't even realize like if people haven't read the book they're blown away where i'm like yeah no there is a scene where they literally have a lunchbox full of raptor eggs and they put them down or no they're walking through the nest and the raptors don't hurt them because they don't touch the eggs yeah, um, yeah, there is an aviary scene. There is, a, you know, that, that's I mean? one of my
0: favorite parts of the third film. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But it, and it's all in the book. It's all in the yeah, book. Yeah, yeah. Um, the book's fantastic.
0: That's yeah. Like, in fact,
1: Lex gets uh, Lex is younger in the book, uh, unlike the movie, and she gets so <laughs> fucked up that by the end of it, man, like I swear that kid has been like beaten into both shock and just like brain damage, lack of IQ. Like she lives a rough life in that book. <laughs> But uh anyway. Um a couple people are talking here too. They were like, um Tiger Claw says Simpsons is longer. Yeah, it's longer. Yeah, yep. Maybe not much longer, but it's longer. Um there there's some side levels, especially like the dojo that people don't think about. Um mm-hmm. that really elongate that game. Um he says I remember Simpsons Arcade on Xbox Three Sixty being around forty five minutes. Yeah, but I beat turtles in about twenty two, so yeah. twice the length. <laughs> So, um, but uh, anyway, um, Simon Belmont's also mentioning Double Dragon on the arcade. The arcade one is pretty short. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty darn short. So uh, most people think about the Nintendo game, which is not so short. Jam, why don't you give me, you got another 16 bitter?
0: Uh, yeah, oh, this and I, 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 wanted to hold this one back as well, I, because I consider this game good, and I know that um, our good friends Ali and Andy, are a fan of this blue fella. Um, oh, here we I'm go. not going to mention the game you think, though, because fucking... I'm going to talk about Sonic Spinball. Oh my God! <laughs> <I
1: know. laughs> From bad to worse. Although it is a fast game, I'll give it you that. It is a fast
0: game. It's probably the fastest Sonic. If game, you actually.
1: know what to do. STI's first outing, Sega Technical Institute, is not its strongest. Mm. Uh, But anyway. There's only
0: four levels, which obviously kind of coincide with
1: four. And and most people got
0: stuck on the first level. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) But... But they, are, they, are, they can, I mean, it's, it's a debatable topic because they can be as long and as short. But even in even its longest moments, you're not going to be spending too long on this game. because you only get free balls for, for, the, for the entire game. Yeah, um, people
1: don't know what this
0: is. This is a
1: combination Sonic game and pinball game, but with actual levels and boss fights. Yep,
0: absolutely. So, yeah, And I, I like it still. I do don't, I, I don't like not mind this game.
1: So. I, that's fair. You can, you can play some of mine. Again, I'm not. I'm not judging it. I can see why people think it's a good game. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to shit on it. um I, I, but, The only uh, thing
0: I will shit on is that I say do not play the um Game Gear or Master System ports because those are bad. <laughs> so, but, oh, really? They my, yeah, they change it up much. They they obviously as they do, and it's usually something that I I kind of like about the Master System, the Game Gear, but because Sonic Spinball isn't a particularly great game anyway even which I will, I will admit that it has flaws but those flaws are so much more apparent and the flaws I'm talking about are the platforming parts you know how they kind of hybrid it with platforming to the, to the pinball mm-hmm. um, in the in the master system the master system version and the game, game I think they both really speak to each other cuz they're both pretty much identical um, the platforming is just far too clunky and loose it's just, it just, you know, something just kind of, it's like he's on That's ice. That's actually
1: my nickname, Clunky. Is,
0: uh, <laughs> uh, I get that. Like, it's just too floaty. Like, gravity's yeah. not quite right in it. And it's, um, the pinball, the pinball moments are just, because at least with the Mega Drive version, it's quite sort of fast and quite fun. Whereas it's just very slow on the Master <laughs> System. <laughs> it's like, you know, the flippers are just like, nope. they're just a gradual sort of you're just gradually traveling around um but it is again it's one of those only only sort of you know purists of the sort of the master system will want to sort of check out those ports but but the um and that's probably why is you might appreciate the mega drive version more if you've played those versions of the game because the mega drive version is obviously it's fast it's, it's fast it's pretty fluid um it works and um the, and I think that's why I kind of enjoy this game, in, even in short bursts. Is it's just it, it really is just a quick pick-up-and-play um, and, you know, just have a bit of fun with. Um, <clears throat> it's kind of a shame that they never really kind of took this, especially because it really felt right, didn't it, putting Sonic with a pinball machine? I mean, the guy's rolled up in the ball half the time anyway, so why not? <laughs> Dude, he guys in water. Yeah, it makes perfect sense to me. <laughs> exactly. It gets eaten by a dragon <laughs> like robots or something. So.
1: <laughs> but... Um... Well, I got, uh, and, and so um, in the chat, Simon Belmont says, uh, you know, most, sh- most shmups are, are short. Um, but they're hard as nails and required a yep. lot of hand-eye coordination and memorizing patterns to beat. Yeah, I mean, so in that technicality, shmups are short, but there's like 100 hours front-loaded in getting to that point. And under that same regard, here's one that we have I haven't thought of in a while. Prince of Persia, the original yeah. Jordan Mechner, Prince I'll of Persia. There, yeah. um, you have to beat it in an hour. The game literally times yep. you to beat it in an hour. And if you don't beat it, um, then uh, – and the game will not stop you after an hour. You just get up there, and the shit's gone down. Your girlfriend is the princess, mm-hmm. has, been, has married the, uh, the, uh, the, evil, the evil guy, <laughs> and yep. you are not the Prince of Persia. We're sorry, but your royalty is in another castle. Um, that game takes a long time to be able to knock it out in an hour, but those that know how to... It's really impressive to watch. I'm sure there's a YouTube video of someone doing it and it's really awesome to watch. I was never that good. Um, If you ever want to try it though, Jam, are you aware that the SNES version lets you cheat?
0: Really? In a matter of sorts, (laughs) yes,
1: they break it up into levels. And so as you complete a portion of the castle, it gets you onto the next level and it tells you your hour count and you get a password. So you can go, okay, I knocked this out in eight minutes. I'm in under par. I'll copy down this password. And then if I die or go over, I can continue from this point. You
0: know what I mean? Yeah, that's pretty cruel, though, isn't it? Because that means they give you passwords for basically games that you are destined to fail. (laughs) Yep.
1: Well, no, because if you know to lock in the time... You know what I mean? Like, you just eventually get good, and you're like, okay, uh, you know, like, the, and they're online, like, the par times and stuff for all those games, but, mm-hmm. yeah, Prince of Persia is definitely one that uh, that I was thinking of. So, uh, you got any others for this era? The 16-bit era? Um, I have one more, but that's about it.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, one game that I can cons- this is, I consider this short, and uh, again, I've briefly mentioned this before, but, uh, which is a game called General Chaos. Um, ah, for yes. the Mega Drive. EA published. Uh-huh. This is a... I mean, this is a difficult game to describe. It's, it's kind of like an action sort of strategy game where you're, you're it's a real, real-time real action strategy game, I should say. So everything's happening all at once and you don't really have much time to think. You're kind of using like your the Mega Drive controller, the D-pad, to kind of guide. You have five troops, sometimes two, depending on sort of what you know, loadout you select. And it's basically... Five on five, you are facing the computer or if you have two players, you can face each other and um, it's kill all of the other, other soldiers on the screen. That's it. It's a ton of fun to play, this game, and it's really quite unique as well for the 16-bit era. And again, this is just a game that's not really been sort of re- replicated since. They did try to do a Kickstarter with, uh, for the sequel, but that completely bombed. <laughs> just, no, no, just nobody seems to be interested in this game at all, but I think... Um, From what I read in the background, there was kind of just a lack of faith in the project as well, so people just weren't on board with it. Um, But enough about the the sequel that will never happen. The the original game was (laughs) was, um, a lot was a lot of fun, and it's basically the reason this game is short is you essentially um, just basically go. The main sort of story arc is that you are going from your you you know kind of like uh, what was that game? Advanced Wars um mm-hmm. you're just basically going from one side of the map um you, you go into this main sort of menu where you've got areas you need to take over and you're just basically trying to take over each section of the map and then when you go into each little section of the map that goes into a level where you just do the five on five match like we said and that's it and once you've taken over the whole thing that's the game that's it you're done um but a lot of fun <coughs> i'm surprised you've never played this Fred. so
1: yeah, I mean, you've talked about it, so I, I need it's, to, but no. has the I sexiest uh, general
0: on the cover you know, <laughs> yeah, with his eyelashes, you know. So. I don't,
1: just, yeah, he knows, <laughs> he knows how to give you that look. Um, yeah,
0: no, I've wanted
1: to play this since you first brought it up. Um, <clears throat> well, and real quick, uh, let's see here. Simon Belmont does bring up Pitfall uh, on the 2600. You have to collect the 32 treasures in 20 minutes. Um, oh, yeah yeah although i would say i think that's a little long for a 32 or for a for a 2600, game. 2600 game yeah and again it's context so i don't blame you and we should definitely mention it because pitfall is one of my favorite vcs I, games yeah yeah Absolutely. still holds up today but yeah um mine <laughs> and and one of mine which i know is going to get some uh uh is going to get some some flack but contextually for what it is it is a short game which is chrono trigger Mm -hmm. if you want to play an rp a jrpg from the snes era or playstation era it doesn't get a whole lot shorter than chrono trigger clocking in about 15 to 20 hours um you know you can do much more in it and play through it a bunch of times but the average player will beat it in about 15 to 20 hours and uh and see the end of that and so i think chrono trigger is a really good example of like your beginner jrpg Mm -hmm. you know so anyway all right why don't we move into the uh into the or do you want to just since we've got about 15 20 minutes left do you want to just throw the gloves off and just start naming random shit
0: well we could do that too Uh, favorites or do
1: you want to stay in in chronological order i'm cool with either one
0: yeah, well, we we'll, we'll do a bit of both. You know, makes I'm, I'm happy to keep going. Sort of like in this in this little chronological sort of phase, because that's where most of the ne- next games gonna be talked about. We we'll talk about Fate a bit era, I'm assuming. So, yeah. Oh,
1: and uh, Fortingard says Final Fantasy IV is about as long as Chrono Trigger. Um, it is mm. on the SNES Final Fantasy IV, but. The real full version of Final Fantasy 4, I think, is a lot longer. Oh, God, that, yeah, the complete version, geez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or even just the, the non-American version of Final Fantasy 4. Uh, so Final Fantasy 4 as opposed to 2. Um, you know, 2 is like 10, 12 hours, but it's got a lot of stuff cut out of it. It's got like 40% of the game cut out. Uh, when I sat down and played just non-complete version of 4, um, just a fan translation, it, it was hard as balls, and it took me... I don't know, like 30-plus hours, maybe mm-hmm. more. So, anyway. But maybe you're better at it than me. <laughs> I can understand <laughs> that. But... Because uh, Fortnite says <laughs> most of the SNES JRPGs clocked about 20 hours anyway. Are you kidding me? I took longer with Secret of Mana, and I definitely took longer mm-hmm. with uh, Final Fantasy 3 slash 6. I put Jeez. in 50 hours with 5 and 6, so, yeah, I don't know. I disagree. Um But, uh, anyway... <laughs>
0: So, yeah, let's go into the face you bit. Well, I, I'm going to go into face you bit anyway. Yes, let's um, go. And I, I wanted to bring up a racing game for a change cause, uh, because the thing I, do, I think that we don't give much diversity on this podcast. You know, we, we need to give more love to our sports titles. and our- Sure.
1: And I did play a lot of sport titles growing up. In fact, we've got a
0: show plan. I need to reach out to Jake and see if yeah. he can do that show. Anyway, uh, yes. So my first, the, the, my racing game, which is, and some people will say, well, it's not really a racing game. It's a destruction oh. derby oh destruction one. derby what a <laughs> fun game that is it is very short but by god this game is fun <laughs> is even... yeah it so, still
1: holds up today in my opinion absolutely yeah not visually but it's fun
0: wow well, I, 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 I have a very soft spot for those pixelated shards of car coming off the yeah you british people <laughs> oh, my, do, block, don't my you? Block, block car that's being destroyed <laughs> um so anyway yeah destruction derby basically this was a i'm gonna get that name wrong Psychnosis. i keep getting that name they, the guys that made wipe wipe out and um obviously they're gone now which is very sad british developers because sony sort of let them go <laughs> with yeah. the, that Vita title which is a shame because they're a very good developer and i'd love to see more um, i'd love to see a spiritual success destruction derby as well um but basically there's two game modes that, you, that you're going to play in this game you can either play the main campaign which is just going to race around the track um, and get to the end, that's it. Or the one that everybody played was The Bowl, which yep, is basically a... And, and this this blew my mind back in the day. I, me and my brother played this demo, because it was just a demo back in the day, mm-hmm. and on the when you got playstation one i think it came as the pack-in demo where you just play the bowl section only and it's like yeah. a, it's 30 cars i believe and it's basically survive it's the royal rumble <laughs> just, of, d- of demolition derby yeah And it's, it's freaking impossible <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> 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 because you're, you're you're just as weak as all the other cars and yeah. it's, it's complete potluck <laughs> it really is it's half
1: fun. luck to survive the bowl
0: i don't know there's something about the charm of that that that's why it's so much fun is it, it really is because me and my brother it would just be like um it would be basically just swapping the control between me and him and who could just get who could just survive a little bit more than the other um right. so i think they, they counted down in the corner of the screen how many cars were left so we considered whoever had less cars on the <laughs> counter was doing was done better but um yeah, yeah they're talking about some of the um um I don't know if they're talking about Destruction Derby, but they're talking about the uh, re- the, uh, the revolutionary breaking physics. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, no, that was.
1: Yeah, they were. Um, that is totally true. Oh, um, and they had commentary. Oh, God. I remember that. they like an announcer yeah, in dude. this game. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you can go back to it. I don't know if it's on the UK store, but I'm fairly it certain is, Destruction Derby is Derby's on the uh, American store. And you used to be able to get it for free in home, but yeah, that's gone yeah. now.
0: <laughs> it was free years ago on PS Plus as well. Um, oh
1: i did forget to mention one of my favorite 32 bit games which is night trap that one you can knock out in about 20 minutes um but you probably could have guessed that and i guess that's true of every fmv game really um but on ps1
0: resident evil 3 Mm
1: -hmm. short
0: but sweet that game is short i would solve arguably extend that to almost every Resident Evil game on the PlayStation especially but Resident Frick. Evil
1: 1 and 2
0: oh, no are... wait 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 Resident Evil Survivor <laughs> Okay actually you win with Survivor That's that, that that's what I was going to We were talking about good games um oh, it, it's good over kidding. here <laughs> I'm just kidding I know
1: I have your version <laughs> But uh, or I have the Japanese version but it's basically the same thing um but yeah, no, 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 I, Resident Evil 3, uh, I really like Nemesis. I, you know, I've often said it was yep. my favorite one. But it is the first one that doesn't have two campaigns.
0: Yes, it is. Yeah, it's, it's just yeah. One, one, one long campaign. So you
1: knock it out in about four to five hours, and congratulations, you've beaten Resident Evil 3. Um, there's no second campaign or no new thing to experience. So
0: It's very fast-moving anyway, that game as well. It, it just feels fast. Um.
1: Mm-hmm. Sparky Castle says, "But Night Trap was Sega CD 16-bit. Yes, it was 16-bit. <laughs> we moved into 32-bit, and I had forgotten. It, about we are kind of we'll bounce so. back and
0: forth, possibly from. So. But yeah, so yeah, anyway. but, uh, definitely, yeah, but definitely, Resident Evil. I think I think as well, uh, not to like quote to go to the speed run area again, but I think um, comparing if you sp- if you see the like rolled records of speedruns, that is the shortest of any of the speedrun Resident Evil games as well. I think some people can do it in 45 minutes." Which is crazy. <laughs> Makes <laughs> so. sense.
1: Well, you get enough ammo right off the bat that if yeah. you know exactly where to go, yeah, you could you could do it. Um, Re three uh, did a lot more in terms of what the game was and the scenarios, but unfortunately, the length took a hit as a result. So
0: yeah, but it was just supposed to be a side. It was just supposed to be a side story, you know. Just mm-hmm. a, but it's a, it's a shame that it was lumped with the title of three. It would be, I loved it if, it if they just called it the original title, which they did call it in Japan, which is Last Escape that'd be fantastic god can <laughs> so, you, imagine, can you imagine if that game was made now in modern day frame not to do like a gaming history x moment but that that really would be like the dlc wouldn't it Resident evil 3 it it'd be like just the- some
1: big fucking thing coming after you <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> it'll be
0: like um, the here's the here's the um the dlc for resident evil 2 um, last escape where <laughs> this big thing's chasing after you
1: yeah that would be an expansion pack i could see that nowadays um actually they need something like that where just mm-hmm. something's chasing after you to a certain extent the end of dead space 2 is kind of like this um we've got the unkillable force. you're getting a lot of hate in the
0: chat right <laughs> i should get a lot of hate for
1: my my horrible things about survivor
0: he like, also doesn't uh, like resident zero. evil zero for whatever reason don't yeah, worry fuck will that be game. buying the resident evil collection next i year. will not <laughs> sir i will be buying resident evil
1: zero because i will be buying resident evil zero but i will not be buying the collection jesus christ was it was it
0: origins collection i think it's called. yes <laughs> i'm
1: i refuse they
0: play a super powered wesker
1: <laughs> yeah that's right god damn it um Alright, well, while we're
0: on uh, do you have another uh, PS1 game actually? Absolutely. Um, or Era? There's there's probably two I'm going to mention here because um, we, 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 I know we always bring these up but I think there are worth mentioning Um, um two light gun games to me that come to mind one is Area 51 um, which is obviously the arcade port on the Playstation oh, 1 but this game is so uh, short uh, Area! <gasps> Area! Uh, uh, uh,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's based off F- an arcade game, the light oh. gun shooter.
0: Yeah, FMV as well, so live act- live actors running around and then, I I love it. Like the first the first like bit of scene is that is that sort of that guy, he's like the general or something Go, going. Go, he's like waving his army no, go oh! go. No. <laughs> and every yeah. now that he pops up just to wave his arm at you going, yeah, "Go get them." It's fantastic. <laughs> I love this game. I've always <laughs> I've, I've seen it, always adored Area 51. And I still play it to this day and it's it's a game that you can I would say under way under sort of fifteen minutes even this game. You
1: you'll nail it in about fifteen minutes. Which a lot of people will again say, well that's typical. No, not really. Play Lethal Enforcers. Um Oh yeah, yeah. No, much no. longer. Uh play uh, I I showed I didn't even get through Revolution X. Wait, maybe I did. Maybe I did beat Revolution I X. Oh did, yeah. But that took well over an hour. Um so yeah, yeah, no no no. This is notoriously short. Uh that's why they made site four. I think we've talked about this already, but site mm-hmm. four was kind of the expansion pack add-on that they released in arcades. And it was fucking brutal. Uh, oh, yeah. And it was for of that of reason. For, yeah. It was a response to it. It really was. So. like, oh, you want it to be tough? Then here you go. <laughs> here you go, bitches. Take it all. You know, and while we're on that subject, on the Saturn, uh, Sonic Extreme is about two minutes. I think that's when the demo dies. Um, <laughs> Ready? Right yeah. Just kidding. Just kidding. But... Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, actually, I don't. I have some N64 games I like that are short. Yep. But good. I don't have a whole lot of Saturn or Saturn. I heard some games are shorter, um, like um, Panzer Dragoon Saga. Um, I guess Panzer Dragoon One's short, but I don't think it's
0: that short. Well, so not to go ahead, but I, is that the one that was included on Panzer Dragoon Auto on the Xbox? Yes. Yeah, that yes. one is short. Yeah, I would say okay. so.
1: And I think that's all the case with these light, uh, with yeah. these on-rail shooters, because my example is Star Fox 64. Oh yeah. that's yeah, so I was going to bring that one
0: up too. Yeah. So we both, are yeah, both on the same page the for that one. The fan
1: favorite, 45 minutes long and yet we'll all buy it again for 40 bucks. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and again, <laughs> <Yeah>. and again. <laughs> yeah. That is, that is one of those, uh, really popular games that, um, is super short. Mm-hmm. In fact, Star Fox sixty four, in my opinion, is shorter than Star Fox one.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I would completely
1: agree with that. Absolutely. Um, I mean, if you suck at the dog fighting like me, that can <laughs> that can make it a little tough.
0: But otherwise, yeah. And even even when you replay the game, because you can go for obviously multiple routes through um, Star Fox sixty four, even those multiple routes are all short.
1: I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah um star fox 64 though loved it um you know it's an on-rail shooter it's there's nothing else to it um but man it's good and it vibrates um <laughs> that, 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 rumble that's for the first point. time yeah Sorry. came came with the rumble pack um and i mean that in a non-perverse way i just mean that that was a big deal um and, it, and for people who tell you that doesn't matter i bought the fucking rumble pack um just for this? now like now, like I still use the Rumble Pack when I play. I played through all of Majora's Mask with a Rumble Pack.
0: That, so. that, that's committed to the console, there. Yeah,
1: yeah baby. <laughs> st- stick to the purity. <laughs> but, uh, I've, st-
0: I've still got a Rumble Pack. So I- I'm with you. So.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're not expensive. They're worth it. But uh, anyway. Um, all right.
0: Give me another one. Um, <coughs> so. Well, this is this is this is kind of another joke one for the N64, but because I brought this one up is um, WWE's No Mercy um, because because yeah. of the bug that stops you playing. it. <laughs> yes, I
1: remember that. Yeah, yeah. But for those who don't know, tell us about the bug.
0: Basically, um, No Mercy. This is so. This is this was what makes me laugh about sort of people today when it's like, oh, freaking hate patches, hate th-. Well, there was games released back in the day that weren't patched, and you just had to deal with it, and you lost your sixty pounds. Um, so. Um, WWE No Mercy, um, when you play through the main campaign, which is a common thing with the wrestling games of time, you know, you, you choose a character, and you play through, you get belts, um, you know, and you know, you, you'll climb the ladder you as you will. wrestle people, but yes. You get to kind of a pinnacle point in this game. And my, my brother, was the, he did the most infamous rage quit. I'll never forget to this day, where he just had <laughs> worked so hard on his character. And then it basically just gets this moment where he just wipes. It doesn't only wipe your save, so you lose your campaign, it swaps all of the belts you've earned to random characters on the because what this game has this interesting feature where um, the chara- the belts like you know like if anyone's familiar with wrestling at the time or the you know, like the I don't know I've, I can't remember it's been so long like the intercontinental belt or the like the women's mm-hmm. belts but it would, it would swap around the belts to random characters so one of the male characters might have the women's belts which is really weird. Yeah.
1: So, cause, <laughs> so. That's right because you went in there and fucked
0: up all those girls and obviously. Um, my brother's very passionate about all the work and you would be you would be he put so yeah he put all this work into it and, and it's just like this big slap in the face that you know he's, he's lost everything and it's not only did he lose everything he's been humiliated as well so,
1: <laughs> <laughs> well you're getting called out no people a lot of people say no mercy is a long game oh um, well, yeah no
0: no no I, I i completely agree that's i'm saying it is a long game it is um but i i'm just the joke really was just that it's short because <laughs> because you yeah, you stop because of the glitch. Really. <laughs> but um, no, like, absolutely. Uh, it's um it's a long game although the only other thing i was going there's to mention, like a ton of wrestlers too yeah yeah it's actually yeah it's one of the biggest for the time obviously um the modern wrestling games have got bigger rosters now um <laughs> but the the other reason why you would argue, i would still argue it is kind of a short game is this is a game that um you really do you can play in short bursts like you because obviously you don't just do the campaign you can just play exhibition um so yeah, you might just you know you know just well, might play just a batch or two, or if you're playing with my brother, then it will just be all night and beers and horrible swearing at each other, so, and then probably end up in the actual messing match, so, which used to happen. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, boys. Yes. Okay.
1: <laughs> but well, okay. And my short my short N sixty four game to follow up to that really is short, but it's so wonderful and much like Star Fox sixty four, people are pointing out that these have large replay value um pokemon snap
0: oh yeah oh god yeah that is the short. best <laughs> the best hour you've ever spent man fucking why isn't that being oh. ported to the um i think is it aren't they bringing that to the wii U? <laughs>
1: i don't know but jake uh one of my former co-hosts uh he has a uh youtube channel called um um oh chosen totem and they do the top 10 games that desperately need HD remakes and he co- he controversially put this as his number 1 um so there you go he mm-hmm. thinks it's the game that most desperately needs an HD remake so but uh yeah Pokemon Snap was great so has got a
0: massive fan base for it, this game
1: so. I might be getting a visitor in a sec just warning people in <laughs> That's advance all right. but uh, all right here's the speed round we got 5 minutes you well, ready to start
0: what firing do- shit off is we should I think we should definitely mention some of the stuff for the, from the chat because there was a lot of stuff mentioned. Um, so yep. maybe just to do a quick sort of like back. Actually, we're
1: just going to start firing stuff off, so we'll just yeah, do a yeah. round robin. Um, so why don't you? I will start queuing up the chat. Why don't you give me one? And we're just going to make this brief, like you well, got like twenty from, seconds
0: from from my list or from the chat from list? your list from your. List. Oh, from my list. Oh uh, yeah, no problem. So I was going to mention Super Monkey Ball quickly. yeah, uh, yes. I was on the GameCube because that game is short. Um, yeah, some people will argue that when you play on expert, it's long. Longer. but even then this is a game that you really only play in sort of a short um, burst and i'm talking about the main campaign of it sort of super monkey balls this kind of pseudo ball puzzle game it's kind of like mm. a modern marble madness but fully 3d and everything where you control the level not the actual character <laughs> um, and obviously just get to the goal and then level zero if you play it on beginner the game is over with it literally sort of 10 minutes <laughs> quite mm-hmm. literally probably less um and there's there's 10 10 levels for beginner 30 levels for intermediate and 50 levels for expert expert will take you a bit longer but even then each level oh, yeah. is is up 30 seconds to a minute each so oh, fucking it all together, it's not particularly long but a fantastic game that fred needs mm-hmm. to play <laughs> at some point yeah i do have it but
1: uh, i'll get to it um the other one uh that uh fortengard was talking about was uh, strider 2 Great arcade game ported to the PS one now on the PSN for a very low price. PSO. I think like six bucks, but, um, yeah, that's like an hour, but it's a great, uh, <laughs> early 3d hack and slash. So, Uh, Tons of fun. Uh, Another one for me was the Bouncer on PS2. Oh god, one fucking hour! (laughs) Jesus Christ, you brought that home right after you bought your PS2. I remember that, and you were done by by dinner time. Like that game is seriously an hour or two long.
0: It's a SquareSoft game.
1: (laughs) It's so I know, I know, right? They have released Final Fantasy demos at that same time that were longer. Mm. Fucking hilarious.
0: Anyway, uh, give me another one. Uh, Sparky Kestrel was just chimed in in the chat. I was just mentioned. He says, "Space Channel Five on the Dreamcast from start to finish in under thirty minutes. Each level takes about oh, four I didn't minutes. Know that. And only oh. four levels. Four, yeah, four Michael Jackson infused dancing levels.
1: But yes, four levels nonetheless. That's true. I forgot that was that short.
0: Mm. But uh, all right, Jam, give me another one. And a sorry, I was looking at the chat quickly again. Um, <coughs> We, I mean, do we want to mention sort of the, the sort of the modern ones? Because I know we had Vanquish. for. Yeah, the just PS3. shoot them off. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah Vanquish is a great one. that is one. short. But I, I enjoyed that for its length as well. I thought that was quite a really kind of a almost like a it didn't outstay its welcome. It was just short and slow. Well, it has
1: so much real estate. Like, it, 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 if they slowed you down, mm-hmm. that game could triple its size and be like 15 hours. Mm -hmm. But as it stands, it's a five hour game because you're just moving. So it's so ridiculous. It is a, it is a platinum ass platinum game. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, all right, Jim, last one, your last. So give me your last best, your favorite, Um, my favorite
0: short game. Yes. Fresher, fresh, fresh.
1: Well, okay, I'll give one more that somebody mentioned in the chat, and then we'll go into our favorites, which is Beyond Good and Evil. You know, and I don't even know if I would necessarily say that's that short. It's about eight hours. That's not that short for the PS2 era, but then again, a lot of games were coming into their own, and they were like 15, 20 hours, I say, as a median uh, time period for most of them. But Beyond Good and Evil, I can see being etched into the shorter games Mm -hmm. category.
0: So, all right, Jam give me your so, last and your favorite my last and i would definitely say this is probably my favorite is um point blank on the playstation one which is another light gun game oh i know big shocker here so but, um i've mentioned this game before but point blank is is uh, very much blank. a quick game in terms of the even if you play it on the hardest setting it's you basically just it's, it's mini games for a light gun game think of kind of like warioware light gun edition or i don't know um you know, it, it, it was, but it, this was like, it, this is way before all those kind of like mini game compilation games came out. And you basically are just like chiming through quick fire rounds of like, oh, yeah, it'll tell you at the beginning, there'll be a screen that says, oh, shoot this target or we'll shoot this many um, targets in a certain set time. But it is just so fun. It's so quick. And I think I told this story before, but I'm, right, I'm, I'm going to be coming a, 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 out in two minutes. Great, I, I was at I play, play Blackpool event. Um, Quite a while ago, the first one—the first one they ever did—and I actually was in a tournament for this game, and I was like, "Cause nice. me and my brother played this game to death, so I thought i will try my luck, see if I was still good at it. Because like, it's one of those games we play it so much that we practically sort of, you know, like memorize stuff, which is kind of creepy and sort stuff, of, you know. And that I still, you yeah, know, yeah, it's really weird how you still remember stuff like that, even though you haven't played the game for like ten years. <laughs> so yeah,
1: yeah, but th- that game, the chats lighten up. Sparky Kestrel, Simon Belmont, even um. Even Psy1 was talking in the uh, earlier in the chat about it. Um, that is one of those games that, like, Psy1 says point blank on the PS1 with the Namco guns yep. is a blast. G-con, yeah, G-con God, these, these no-fandangle TVs that don't work with light guns. Pretty short game, but an absolute blast with two people.
0: I, uh, yeah, I need to play this game. Absolutely. Um and actually, I, actually got, what I was going to say, I, was, I actually got to the final of this um, tournament as well. And then I got nice. completely ringered by the guy that claimed that he's the world champion. I was like, oh, well, yeah, there we go. Self-proclaimed <laughs> world champion, yeah. <laughs> Pr- practically, yeah. And he was just like, he was, that, he was the rain man of this game where... There's a game in it. There's a mini game in this game where shoot mem- people in the face, definitely shoot people in the face. <laughs> yeah,
1: definitely shoot
0: where it's people. like memory recognition where it says it presents you with a target, it says, Match the shoot the target that's shown at the top. All the and matches. He just knew it, he just knew it instantly. And it's just like this guy just must play this game so much that he must have met like preemptively memorized. He was ready
1: to jump the table and just Pretty beat much. someone up with a plastic gun <laughs> con.
0: Uh. <laughs> So I, I I lost badly to him. Although the only thing I trumped him on was the fastest trigger finger, because that was a like mini game where you had to you know shoot as quickly as possible, and I yeah. beat him on that. So, so I, I have fast fingers, people. Crack
1: shot, wild so, gunman so. style. Yeah, you got fast fingers. Excellent. Uh, I'm sure the ladies love you. Um, Ready. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> all right. Uh, wrapping up. Clue drew cracks me up with his statement. WarioWare. Now there's a quick game. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not only is each mini game like eight seconds, but the whole game is like 40 minutes. But, is, yes. um, knew, yeah. uh, and my short game, I know people have talked about it before, but this is, this is the quintessential short game to me because it is short, but it doesn't benefit at all from being one second longer, and that is on the PC and 360, Portal.
0: Oh, absolutely, yes.
1: Portal is, depending on your problem-solving skills, two to four hours... It uh, doesn't benefit at all from being any longer. It is a fantastic game through and through. And you'll hear people talk about, oh, you should play Portal. No, if you haven't played Portal, do it right fucking now. You have no excuse not to. It is available on the 360 digitally for 10 bucks. You can get it on the orange box if you can find it, although that's been a little rare to find. And if you have a PC that's less than five years old, it should run it no problem. mm I love Portal, and I think it is perfect
0: in its length. I I completely agree. It's a fantastic length. Yep, so...
1: All right, with that, we are going to call it to a close. Um, But uh, you can check us out at GamingHistory101.com. You can always come out here and hang out with us in the All Games Chat Tuesdays, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, allgames.com. I want to thank everybody for coming out. We are streaming again, boys and girls. Whoop, whoop. And um, Jam and I have to talk about and maybe even talk to a guest about next week. But uh, we are coming at you next week with another show. And um, for those of you who are playing through Tomb Raider Game Club's coming up. We're going to do it uh, the first weekend in December, so the weekend of the 5th, with special guest Andy. Yeah. And uh, I got those videos going live. I just did the most ridiculous one, the whatever folly in well, Greece. St. That France's video. Folly. Yeah, the yeah that video goes live tonight, so stay tuned for that. But in the meantime... Um, this is Fred going, oh, Simon Belmont also throws out Telltale episodic games one hour per chapter. Yeah, but when you put them together, they get to be a little longer, and some of the Telltale games can be a little longer than that. I'd say they're about 10 hours, but either way. Um, all right. Well, Jam, anything you want to, uh, oh, Heck says the orange box is five buck Black yeah. Friday sale digitally on 360. Oh, really?
0: Oh, wow. There <laughs> you go, friends. Um, anyway... Uh, Jam, you got anything to say before we cut out? Oh, no, no. just uh, I was, I was going to mention about the Tomb Raider Game Club. It was, uh, people can either play that, play it on the original one or the anniversary one, or if you don't want to play it, watch play Fred's fantastic playthrough.
1: <laughs> yeah, with and without commentary, although know, I'd say yeah. with commentary is better. Uh, I had to censor myself for the end of the Folly episode, though. Um, I even put up a thing that warns you of that. You'll see it when it goes live tonight. Anyway, all right. With that, peace out, guys.